Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people all over the world, welcome to another episode of Tyler Bryan Hour, aka TBH, aka TBR. I'm your co-host, Be Heard, aka Brian, aka Prince, aka Prince Vegeta. Without the hating, my bastards, my boy, my brother, my brethren, men's and MTTL. You want to say something to the people? How's it going, people? It is your co-host Tyler the Libra, aka TTL, aka Ghostface Libra. We are brought to you today, gathered here today on May. I think. Damn, what is it? God damn. I've been out of it. Uh, May twenty fourth, two thousand twenty two. Uh, we are about about a third of the way, or a little bit over a third of the way out twenty twenty two. Um, you know, I'm happy. I'm I'm in I'm in a nice place now. You know, so let's get to it. Um, yeah. Well, shit. Talk about it. We'll get there. Um, how you doing? I'm feeling all right, you know, I'm feeling good, but, you know, that can change. Obviously, you know, that changes with the seasons, and, you know, tomorrow could be a different day, but I'm still going at it. You know, I'm still strong. Um, I don't know. This month has been it's been kind of a roller coaster of emotions, man. I've been, I've been going through a lot, and um, as far as personal dealings, as far as friendship dealings and stuff like that, I don't want to give the whole sob story, but, you know, I've been, you know, there was a point in reckoning. There was a point in reckoning where I had an epiphany and somebody told me, it was like, hey, you know, you're going down this road, you know, and you're spiraling and you don't need to be there. You, you're not that person. You're not that. And... You know, that just woke me, you know, because like at the because like in my moment of solitude, you know, I just kept thinking about my friends, my family and especially moms, you know, because moms is really all I got right now. I understand. um, So I just kept thinking about her. I want to be there for her. I want to be there for my friends. You know, I want to be actually the person that they can look up to and, you know, know that I'm that person. I'm a good person, you know, at heart, you know, and I have. And I love them dearly with every being. And I wouldn't do anything, you know, to fault that. So I just been, it's been mental maintenance, man. Mental maintenance all the way through. Um, again, continuing, still being off social media. Um, I took up, I mean, the hobbies are still there, I took, but I took up hiking, you know, <clears throat> and it's really good, man. I I, I I recommend that you actually come with me hiking, man, because, like, as far as, you know, just being out there in the wilderness, just being on your own, just being alone, you know, just not even with music, just listen to the sounds and everything. It's pretty cool. And I haven't done that in a while. There's always been a part of me that's a nature guy. I've always, just off of our friend Brent, because we always used to, like, be in the woods and, you know, make Henry Park and stuff like that. But, um... Yeah, I've always been a nature guy, and, like, I just wanted to kind of get back to that wholeheartedly, you know. So that's one thing that I like to do. I like to get on some uh, hiking trips. You know, if anybody's got any spots or, like, trails, just text me <laughs> pretty much. you Like, if you know, if you have my number, just text me because, you know, I'm not going to – obviously, I'm still off of social media. I'm not going to see anything, but – um, yeah, with that whole aspect, another, another thing, man, I'm just, uh, uh, been going to, been meeting with my therapist at least three times a week, you know, been meeting with counselors three times a week, 
You know, I got group counseling this weekend too, and I had group counseling last night, and then I have it Wednesday and then Friday. So I'm just trying to get this mind right because, you know, like I was preaching to Brian earlier, I didn't grow up with, I guess, the best life, you know, as far as having, you know, the best role models. I mean, my mom is a saint. I, I, I love my mom full dearly. To, to my knowledge, she never did shit wrong, you know, but, you know, you never know. But as far as my pops goes, everybody knows my pops and loves the pops. They always hold them in that endearment spot. But, you know, there's, you know, there's things that like certain situations that like I've seen from him and like certain surroundings that like I just couldn't get over. You know, they it was almost like a loop that replayed in my head um, daily from adolescence to teenage to now full adult, you know, so like. It was one of those things where, like, I I just gotta stop this. It's just gotta be abrupt. I I can't I can't continue thinking these thoughts. And now that he's gone, three years later, you know, these thoughts are still reoccurring. These everything that you know I've seen of him are starting to reoccur in my life. And it's just I I knew I didn't want that. I I know even when the time they died, I knew in my mind that I still didn't want to go down the road that he has and um i know that there's still time you know for me you know i wasn't i've never i mean i've if you know me i've never been a saint you know i've never you know been a wholehearted person you know but i was feeling pretty alone for a while and i was feeling like a bad guy for a long while and you know it's just one of those things where like i just I want to do good. I want to feel good, you know. And I just want to be there for the people that actually love me and care for me. So, I think what you, I mean, just to add my two cents in, beautifully put. I think, I think that person was always in there, like because obviously you're, you're your mother and father's child, and I think that person that wanted to be good and be here for the people that they care about was always in there. It was just like you kind of chose to accept the environment that you were in. And, like, you were following your father's footsteps and, like, oh, that's how Pops was. I guess that's how I am. But it doesn't necessarily have to be true. And uh, shout out to you for realizing that she was kind of on a deep path, a dark path that she didn't want to be on and doing something about it. And also shout out to the person that saw that, too. Because it's, like, it's not that I don't want to say I didn't see the signs because I could kind of tell that she was, like, you know, grouchy and, uh, he was in your mood and stuff like that. But it's, it's also hard for me to be accountable to someone else when I'm not being accountable myself. And then also I've always looked at you as a person that I like look up to because it's like, yo, in some regards, sure, you might not be in touch with your emotional side or it might be a great people person, but you would have your shit together and you would still have your passions. So it was kind of like how I told you when we was in your last apartment, like, do you want this? Like, because that's how I've always kind of felt when it comes towards you, towards the Tyler I know. Now, this Tyler that's trying to learn and grow, I'm here for it. I support it wholeheartedly. I don't know who you'll become, but I'm looking forward to the person you'll become. But Absolutely. Uh, but that's why I've always told you that it's like, do you want that? If I think if Tyler wants that and he puts his mind to it, I think he could be whatever he wants to be. It was just my thing is like, do you want that? I, I would, the only thing I would like hate, 
and I get it because we're all human. We make mistakes. It's like you know the person that goes on a diet but doesn't stick with it. And like I'm saying, I'm wholeheartedly like that. Like I'm the greatest day one person ever, but the shittiest day two. But my thing with you is is like you would do like you would do good, and then you would kind of like relapse and go back to it. And then I was like, it would make me question in a sense from the outside looking in. Like, did you really want that? Like, was it something that was like convincing you to do that? But from just hearing you talk before the pod and like just now, this probably most you talked on an episode straight through in a while too, right? Like, yeah. Where it's just like I saw you're actually talking about something. It sounds like you're you're in a good spirit and you're, you're healthy. And I know you said that you're thinking about maybe considering getting a notification, another notification. If you want to, bro, I I recommend you keep going because this is the healthiest you sound. Like, as far as self-awareness and, like, what you want to do and all that stuff. And then also to your hiking point, I've been hiking before, too. Especially, like, in Arizona, I went to A Mountain. You know, that's right by the stadium and stuff like that. Right. And hiking's good. I, I just like a trail, personally, just because it's, like, I kind of like sticking the course. And I don't, I don't like to get too outdoorsy, like, because it's, like, I know I'm allergic to something. But it's one of those things where you don't know what you're allergic to. So hey, man, know. sometimes you got to find out. Man, I don't know about that. Man, like, if you walk into... Uh, I'm mean, not trying to go in the forest and come back with a black eye because my shit puffy. I mean, from the unbeaten path, yeah. I mean, it's kind of one of those things where you're kind of, like, cautious. You proceed with caution. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, fuck. I mean, it's like anything, you know? How the fuck you going to learn if you don't, like, go through it, you mm-hmm. know? And I'm... Poison ivy, you fuck. I, I don't think... I've been through tons of poison ivy bushes, and I've never been fucked up. I don't know how. I don't know why. You take cold showers. I do. Maybe that's why. But yeah, man, I've like I've never been fucked up in a poison ivy bush, and I've been through a lot of fucking areas of wilderness, you know. So, <laughs> but yeah, man. I mean, no hiking's great. I definitely recommend something about going on a trail or a hike and getting some sun on a nice day. Is a lot. Is really nice. I I know you say you don't like having headphones. You like hearing nature. I personally like having headphones, right? Because then I like I don't know in some weird way I could zone out, and I, I like having that ability to zone out, but kind of be there. It's like oh, you're almost like hey, it sounds cliche and corny, but like one with nature type shit. Like you right. really become a different person. I think that's dope and fire to see. But it's good to hear that you're doing all right. I uh. I guess to keep you know the fans updated and a shout out to y'all too because the numbers actually stay same. So I don't know if that's a good sign or a bad sign because it means like people were listening to the podcast when we weren't doing podcasts, but at the same time it's like we need to do podcasts because I like I do take it upon myself that I I feel like I could grow the numbers. Uh, shout out to Fear. So I was supposed to get him on a run back, but we just had conflicting schedules. And then that's the thing that's kind of like disheartening about the podcast, right? Just to be transparent, just to keep y'all updated, is like it's just hard enough getting me and Tyler on the same schedule, same page. Fair it, enough. Try having a guest that's on a different time zone than you and doing different things than you. So the run back is hard enough. And then even if we have a guest on the Tyler Bryan hour, it's hard enough to just get everybody on the same schedule. So it is hard. And it's kind of hard on me in a sense of like, 
our podcast doesn't have that weight or that standard that like people want to get on the podcast and right, talk yeah. about it and stuff like that. And it's still gonna have it that it's gonna have it one day. It's just all about how you market and how you like plan it. And there's there's ideas and things I want to come up with and accomplish, but it's just like I have to like I have to get everything in order first. So I will do that. I'm determined to do that just because like I love where Tyler's at now. Now I just want to get them paid. If I could get it to the point where you get paid for this and then you get this perfect balance of life to where you can live the life you want to live, but then also make money doing what you want to do. I feel like that's a perfect balance and we're going to get there one day. I just don't know how. So basically like that one week, you know what I'm saying? You had a mental day and we uh, didn't do the podcast. I forgot what happened in that middle week, but then I, I had a, I basically had like a mental, I guess a mental breakdown. I can put it like that. I had a mental breakdown because I even took off work because I was just like, I, I there's no way I'm going to work where my headspace is right now. And right, yeah. I'm gonna go back to that, but like I've already had some people talk to me. I know it's only Tuesday. Uh, I guess when this be uploaded, probably Wednesday for you guys. But I've already had people come up to me and ask me, like, conversate with me, like, how's the week and how's this and the third? How you doing? To give everybody a short answer, ask me again next week. I think next week I could give you a perfect answer because I'm going to Chicago this weekend for Comma Breaker, and I will talk about that a little bit later. So I'm excited to see Graham. I'm excited to see some of the people that I interviewed from the run back, some people I interviewed from this podcast, and just play video games and kind of be in that environment again. But, you know, being in that environment, there's something good about being out of your element, like as far as Chicago. Chicago's a big city compared to, like, Des Moines. And, uh, the largest city in the United States right now. I believe it. And then um, just being out of my element and then also the tournament nerves and just it's it's good to be nervous. It's good to have passion. It's Absolutely. good to test yourself and put yourself in uncomfortable uh, situations just because like when I did that earlier in this year, when I actually went out to Chicago for Frosty Faustins, um, I came back more motivated and more determined to figure stuff out. Granted, the reasons I'm kind of nervous now is because I, I haven't been training as much as I would like to as far as the fighting game is concerned. Right. And my money is good, but it's one of those things where it's like you have an idea of how much you want to spend and how much you want to keep, but it's just like, will I have enough? So I'm just trying to make sure that I have enough, make sure all that goes good. And then um, my mother's birthday is next week. Mama Dukes and happy early birthday uh, to you. Love you. They uh, they always go on a trip, but by me going on a trip this weekend, I won't be able to go to the trip next weekend. Technically, I could, but it's gonna be you know how like jobs are getting. You could yeah. get a week off, but then trying to get back to back week offs is kind of like yeah, it's not really a thing. <laughs> like hold on, whoa, 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 the fact that I'm going to be by myself for a few days is, I'm going to take advantage of it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a type that's going to throw a party or nothing like that. Uh, I might do something low-key, but, like, I'm going to really take advantage of it just to be able to sit by myself and, like, really. I want to say kudos to you for actually being able to, like, travel independent, being able to go to Chicago by yourself. Because uh, me, it's always been with someone, you know. It's, you know, Chicago is one of those places where you got to go with somebody. I mean, I'm not, you know. 
just like a New York or a L.A. But as far as you goes, you know, you you just dolo. So like I and being in that element by yourself and being that big ass city by yourself, congratulations, you man. Well, I mean, I'm by myself. You're traveling to certain spots by yourself. Yeah. So, but like, cause like this time, shout out to the IA boys, uh, all the guys from the local that you might see me if I posted on Instagram or whatever. You're going downtown <laughs> and playing the game. Uh, we actually decided to group up and put our money to, towards a van. So we're going to get a van, and then they're going to drive out there. I'm hoping that they don't want me to drive in Chicago. I feel like that's too much responsibility with a van. Don't do that. So that's why I'm, I'll i tell them, like, what? Chicago's driving is like a little New York, I'm telling you. Yeah, that shit's crazy. But that's why I'm telling them. I'm gonna be like, look, you know what I'm saying? If y'all, once we get out of Illinois and we're heading back to Iowa, I will drive. But that's the only time I'm <laughs> offering to drive. I ain't trying. And then what makes it so bad, too, is, like, so I get there Thursday Shout out to Lopez, too. Shout out to subscribing on the podcast at anchor.fm slash Tyler Bryan Hour. And then also shout out for hooking me up with the hotel. They actually upgraded us. So me and Grim get our own separate rooms because he was going to stay in my room. So Grim gets in there Friday. We're getting there Thursday. The tournament takes place the weekend. So Friday through Sunday. So my I'm hoping that Grim gets to the hotel before we leave. Because I'm not trying to, like, be at the venue, say I got to go back to, like, basically give my friend the key so he can stay in the room, blah, blah, right. blah. Because then I don't want them to be like, oh, bro, take the van. Nah, nigga, that's no. y'all van. I don't, you know what I'm saying? I'm not even putting, it's not my name on it. Like, I'll drive it. I'm telling you, when we're on the freeway, I'll drive it, and go home from Iowa. Even if it's some Timbuktu, Illinois, I'll drive that. But driving there or driving in Illinois, I'm not doing that. Nah, I can't right. do that. It's not my. It's not my place. I don't want to be responsible for that. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be fun, and I think it's a reset I kind of need. So that's why I'm just like, uh, I could give you a better answer next week because I really want to. I really want to sit down and and figure out what the fuck I want to do in my life because it just feels like. It almost, honestly, bro, it it almost fucking sucks when you sit there and talk to someone, whether it be casual or be like like you talking to my best friend, and motherfuckers say, it's already May. Whoa, the year's going by fast because I never do anything. And Fair it's enough. just like, but it's not like, oh, you don't do anything because you don't go out. No, fuck going out. Going out is, it's, it's always going to be there. It's the same shit every time. Like... I'm trying to do dope things to where, like, I could go to Chicago for a fighting game tournament and actually do well and have fun with my friends. I could I could take the podcast and do this. I could do a graphic design. Like, I'm trying to do dope things that feed my family members and my friends and everybody on me because I want to hire a team. Like, realistically, I wish that I was somebody only for the sense. Not really. I don't even want it for the fame or the notoriety. I just want it for the money so that way I could, you know what I'm saying, Get a camera. Now I send it to a video editor. Now we got a clips channel. Now we got this and the third because I feel like this podcast could go. I get a YouTube editor. I don't want an editor, but get an editor for my YouTube channel so that I could go. Like there's so many different things and ideas that I want to accomplish, but it's just like you have to play the game in the sense of doing something. But even then, playing the game is just like, like this shit's pointless. Like right. I worked – Technically, I was at work for like 10, and a, 10 hours and 30 minutes, which is like the longest that I've been at work for a while. And, nigga, I got bored. 
Not even bored from a, oh, I want to go home standpoint. Like, I was just bored. Like, I'm tired of doing this shit. Like, I don't want to do it no more. Like, Fair enough. Like, not like bored, like, oh, I want to go home. I can't wait to go home. I'm tired of being at work, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm like, literally like, oh, this is, this is stupid. Like, after a while, like, I could work. It's weird because it's like, I could work every day, but like, my limit of every day is like five to six hours. After five to six hours, I start to get bored because then my mind goes, like, today, I worked so long yesterday that I knew how many hours I need to get to technically like 16, 17 for today. So for the two days, because I told him I was going to work like all day. But like since we closed so late, well, because we had to go in early on Mondays. But then since we closed so late on Monday, I'm like, man, fuck that. I'm I was like, bro, I got the podcast. I'm thinking of notes. Right. I'm thinking of this and the third. I'm like, I'm not finna sit here and stay when I could just go home and do some other things. And then that, that's kind of how, like, my mindset has been. Um, and, like, yeah, like I said, with people, I'm just like, yeah, just, just f- let me ask me next week. I can't really give you an answer. Uh, but to that mental breakdown thing, I think my mental breakdown was just <clears throat> just due to the fact that, like, I was, uh, one, I was overwhelmed, kind of, like, with, were like work and working two jobs and you know what I'm saying trying to get the podcast popping trying to get the YouTube channel popping trying to get the Twitch popping and I'm just kind of stuck and I'm doing all these things but nothing's going um not really happy with the job I like I like the jobs work for me but it's not paying like I can see me putting up with a lot of bullshit if it pays a lot but it's like I'm not getting any benefit from both of them and then it's like I don't even get appreciation and that, I, I don't want to say like that's like, like my love language, like word of words of affection, but it's nice, and I think that's what it, like. There's no hall of fame for warehouse work for pa- sending a package. Like a nigga don't get his Amazon package. Like oh man, I fuck with that guy. No, it's like you fuck with it. Jeff Bezos because he he made sure Amazon got your package. Right. So it's just like I felt overwhelmed with that, and then I also felt almost overwhelmed with like. With like women because you know when you go on a dry spell and, and you haven't been with someone in a while whether that be just like a relationship or even hooking up like you start to you start to look at your flaws and you almost wonder like does someone want me like and then everybody's like oh there's always somebody that wants you but it's like it, you want it to be equal like I I feel like the same pool I'm reaching in should be the same pool that's reaching in via my pool right and it's like i don't have that and then so you start to think of stuff that's like wrong with you because you're trying to you want to be there for someone and you want someone but it like it never works out that way or they like they don't want you so then it it almost it almost fucks me up psychologically because then it's like when i do get a a good woman or a shot at a good woman I might not take it because it's just like I don't want to get hurt. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> and that's happened a lot too for me. You know, I mean, obviously as far as like you know what I've endeavored with, but mm-hmm. um, you know, it's almost almost like some shit's like too good to be true. Yeah. At least that's what I've always thought about. You know, like so like it's always like me trying to find ways to you know you know mess the fuck things up or you know or just like just like kind of you know question it. When I shouldn't have even been fucking questioning it at all. 
But and it's it was like, always there. Even with that, because it's like with me, it's like to the point where I would even be okay with being used just to have something. Like, no, nah, man. You I, don't I know, I know, I know that sounds crazy. And I know that sounds like everybody disagrees, but it's like when you're alone, it's the difference between being alone and feeling alone. Like, like I've been alone and. That psychologically fucked me up because it's just like, oh, no one wants me. Like, you know, say you're over here presenting yourself or thinking the situation is different than what it is. And it's not that at all. And they don't want you. And you're just like, damn, like, I thought I was cool. I thought, I thought you know, what I'm saying? like, they don't want you at all, bro. I'm telling I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. Like, I swear like that. That shit had me fucked up. I've been through that. And I. And mind you, this is like years on end too. It's not like I can see if it was like a like got a situation, bam, then uh, but yeah, that had me fucked up. It was just a, a combination of things like that happened, like the the no one wants me alone type situation happened, and then I just got overwhelmed, and it was just it's a big ass explosion of things. Yeah, I get that. But, you know, man, like I said, like, as far as, like, you don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be the one that's, you don't want to be disposable. You don't want to be usable, you know, because at the end of the day, you're still not getting what you're looking for. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like, I'd rather have that. You're, you're, you're looking, I mean, grant you're looking for graf- gratification right there at the time being whatever it may be, I don't, sex, whatever, I don't know. But, you know, obviously... Obviously, you came to that situation for a specific reason, and that specific reason you still wasn't looking for. You know, right? I'm, so because it's like I, bro, I felt like I'm talking about. I felt like the dirty white vans, like maybe not even. Not, matter of fact, not the dirty white vans because you actually wear those for even if you're taking out the groceries, trash, or yeah. taking out the trash, getting the groceries, whatever. I felt like the the new J's that you can only wear on special occasions. And, you know what I'm saying, it's been some Iowa-ass weather, so you don't even know when you can wear them bitches because you don't know when it's going to rain or when it's going to be dry. Like, I felt like them just sitting in the closet, just just, just rusting away because nobody's touching this. Nobody's looking at this. It's May. The year's already been gone, and no one looking at this. No one wants me. That shit, that shit really hurt. Because, like, when I tell you I felt like Will Smith when he was sitting – in that final scene with Uncle Phil talking about how come you don't want me talking about his dad, I felt like that. Like, that shit, it was just a ray of emotions. I can't go into detail of why I felt like that, but, like, it, it fucked me up. It really did. Well, man, I mean. Especially when I thought the relationships were a little bit different, too. And that's on me. That's on me. I can't, like, it's no, I'm not old anything, and it's not on the person's, what I thought the person's relationship was with me. Every what? person different. Every person have agendas, but at the same time, you know, um, try to fill that out. Yeah, which is why, which is why now I take as much time as I do, you know, as far as you know, getting to know certain females and getting to talk to them and actually, you know, um, build, I guess, a connection with them. Mm-hmm. You know, to where when it comes down to that certain time, and you know what's up. Will she know what's up? You know, as far as, you know, um, where you guys want to be. True. And then this is why I said I felt alone because it wasn't like. Were you getting that acknowledgement of was she what you wanted or. I would put it like 
So I, I'm a, I'm gonna say two scenarios, but this is the same thing. And the reason why I'm saying two scenarios is because I don't want one. I don't want someone to think it's a specific scenario that I'm talking about on the podcast because this happened is dead. I'm not tripping about it anymore. If this was like the week that it happened, I might have been fucked up, but it is what it is. I'd put it like this: it, it was more of one of those situations where, where, um, like if you give a mouse a cookie, yeah. So, so it wasn't like I was going off in thin air. Like I could see those scenarios where you like she wrote back, oh she totally was my dick. No, 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 no. That's not one of those situations. It was one of those things where I had clear cut evidence that there could be something there. And then I acted on it as if it's going to lead to something, and it wasn't the case at all. So it's not like I just made it all up, but it was just like a one-time thing to where it could have been a potential, and then I just took it and ran with it. And, of course, it didn't work out. And that fucked me up. That psychologically fucked me up. Because, like I said, it's like, like, like I said before, it's like... <laughs> I want to be wanted. I want to be deemed valued. I want, you know, all the shit. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I want satisfaction. Like I said, I want love. I, I want to be wanted. So, you know, they say usually when you stop looking for it, it I'm just finding. comes. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's hard. You got to be out there. That's true. You got you to. I would. It's almost like the equivalent of like. It's almost like playing fucking... It's almost like a scavenger hunt, you know? Mm-hmm. I actually, you know what it is? It's, uh... You know them, like... You know... Is it? What the fuck are they called? Where... Not spelling bee, but, like... The letters will be, like... Together, and it'll be scrambled. But then, like, the word will show, and then you have to circle the word. Scrabble? Is it Scrabble? I'm not sure. I don't like board games. It's not a board game. It's like, you know how like we used to do shit like second grade or whatever. Like, I don't know what Hangman. Not Hangman. Oh. But like like the thing where it's like if you put it like it'd be on social media and it'd be like, what are the three words you see? And it'd be all the letters scrambled and then you see three words and you're like this I know is what you're what talking about, but I forgot. I don't know the name. The name, but yeah, but it'd be like hopefully that. somebody can help us out. But yeah, yeah it, it'd be like that. It's literally like, oh, I'm not looking for this, but then here these three things come up, and it's usually. But then see, that's what fucks me up too, is because like you said, like you said, whenever you're not looking for it, you find a situation. But then usually when you find that situation with that girl, or I guess that woman, whenever she wants what she wants, like whenever she wants it. If you don't act on it, it's like dead. And then that's why I get annoyed because I'm kind of like, that's where I go. All right. So you want a relationship with me or you you want a situationship with me. All right. Let's just take our time. See how it goes. And they're like, whoa, you ain't ready to be my boyfriend? What the fuck? I'm out. And it's like, nigga, how the fuck can I learn to be your boyfriend if I don't know you? Right. And then that's usually what happens, (laughs) which is like toxic and stupid. But that's usually the situation I'll be putting myself into because, of course, girl doesn't like me. I do everything great to get the girl to like me, but it's never going to work, so it doesn't work. Then when girl likes me, I try to take my time with it, 
it's not good enough for the girl, then she don't fuck with me. Hey man, sometimes you get those, <laughs> you know. Hey, and to your everlasting credit, you never falter. You know, you still keep going. You know, you still keep trying. And Not that's on outside. Ba- well, that's half the battle, man. You gotta be, you gotta be able to take what you get. You know. Mm-hmm. And then, so yeah, like I said, uh, to give you a better answer of how I'm doing now, I'm doing better than obviously the mental breakdown. But to give you a truthful, fully no cap answer, get at me next week. Um, I guess we gotta talk about the elephant in the room. Prayers and condolences to the. Texas elementary school. Yeah, man, that was horrible. I think they found what was it was like 14, 14 kids dead, one teacher. I think the total number got to eighteen. I don't know if that means. I think this is as we speak. They still could be more. Well, the, the shooter's more. dead. Well, so they did. They did end up killing him, and I'm glad. I hope the devil pisses on him. But, um, yeah, I think I think the total got to eighteen. So I don't. I know fourteen dead. One teacher died, so I don't know if those was said. The three other are dead or wounded, but critical condition or whatever. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. But either way, man, just prayers to them, families, condolences, all that around, man. It's such we, a sad situation, man. It's a tragic ass situation that just keeps it being a reoccurring theme here in America. And which I don't want to be like the opposite end, and I'm not. I just, I want people to, to take a moment to mourn and and give the flowers to those those family members and the loved ones of those kids and that teacher because it's like what I saw on social media is like people were sad but people were more arguing about oh we need gun licenses we need gun control and this and there and then the NRA was trying to defend it and it's just like bro which all fail to realize. There's too many guns in the ecosystem. They're, they're, they're like, if let's let's keep it a buck fifty. There's too many guns in the fucking ecosystem, so you cannot take everybody's guns. It's going to be impossible. If I could sign something right now on the dotted line to take every single gun away, and my signature was the end all be all, I would do it with no fucking question. But that's just not the case. That's not realistic, right? So the pro, the hardest part with with guns is. You have a bad day. I have a bad day. That doesn't mean we're going to go and shoot somebody up. But doesn't mean that we're calculating it. Right. But that's not everybody. There's some sick, sadistic people. There's some people who, who have a really bad day. I'm not saying that those they're not on the same level, of course, because obviously if you had a bad fucking day to the point you want to shoot somebody up, there's something wrong with you. But that happens. So it's like, even if we change every single gun law to where you have to meet all these requirements, a motherfucker could still go crazy and do some wild shit like this. And it's just hard because it's like, if you want my honest opinion, I'm neutral with a lot of shit. Uh, I don't know. I don't have the answers for you. I don't, I don't think stricter gun laws ruin this. And I don't know, because a crazy person is going to be crazy, but you never know when a person is going to go crazy. That's what I'm saying. Like, like the be her that I am today is pretty even killed and cool, calm, collected. But knock on wood, of course, a be her with no fucking Tyler in his life, no grandparents in his life, and no parents in his life. That's a different nigga. I don't know who 
I would be and how I would feel. No, right. we didn't just hit a walk-off single to win against the Orioles. All right, sorry, go on. But, like, with this shit happening, bro, it's just kind of like, <clears throat> I don't know what we do. Like, we, it hasn't even, has it been a week since the Buffalo shooting? I didn't hear about that. Uh, dude, walk- I've been I've been on Castaway. <laughs> uh, some white guy wrote like digger on his uh gun and went into. Oh yeah, the he actually portrayed himself as a white supremacist. Like he actually called himself that. Wrote a I think a hundred and eight page, like I don't know what the fuck the term is. Basically, a hundred eight page diary on why like white supremacy and all this, all this crazy shit. And then went in there and killed like twelve people in Buffalo in a grocery store. Yeah, I've, yeah, yeah. I've heard about that. I heard that. Yeah. Man. And then so, like I said, I don't, I don't know what the answer is. I don't know what you do. I, I don't. I, I don't the know. Thing about it is, if we take away guns, right? There's motherfuckers that have. The willpower that actually have the mechanical willpower to actually make a gun, make their own gun from any type of material that they want, whether it be fucking some shit that you get from the hardware store, some shit that you get from the junkyard. They will find a way. And even if you do take away guns and everything else, motherfuckers will still run up in fucking places with like flamethrowers and stuff like that and bombings. So like, how do you factor in all those different situations, all those different weapons? How are you? How do you take away all of them? Like, right. how do you do that? Right. And then everybody's like, oh, we should put, like, armed security in every school. <laughs> Not saying that that's a bad idea, but shit, if the school budget is already what it is now, where our education system is not the greatest. Teachers are barely getting paid. Teachers are barely getting paid. Damn sure. Properly. Damn sure know that the whole staff of a elementary school or just a school in general is probably not going to get paid. So the cafeteria ladies, the janitor is probably not going to get paid that much for all the shit they got to deal with. The principal is probably not going to get paid that much. How much do you think we really about to pay someone to basically guard a whole school? Arm security, like and like, and mind you, you got to pay them if they're going to be on school right. grounds. That you got to pay them for the whole school hours too. If there was a school that was already struggling, in which there are, you know, some things you, some things got to go. You know, some things you got to take and go. But imagine that. That is something that is so hot, that, that's very, that's mind very you, structured, that has to be consistent, that has to happen every day. You have to have that every day. And mind you, you, you with that, you can't pay one. You can't. Because... As much as it, as bad as it sounds, if he's at the front of the school and someone comes in through the back and then they get a classroom, that's that's enough for their quota or like whatever the fuck. I don't want to say. And you're quota, talking I'm about all that. the schools, like you're talking about from pre-K all the way up to twelfth. Yeah. For every single level of education, if you, you just take our city, you, if you take our city and you take the six schools, I'm counting uh, <coughs> Central Campus as a school. Yeah, that's six. High schools in the metro, in the in the metro alone. Not even the middle schools, which probably is like twelve or so. Right. Not even the elementary schools, which is probably even more than that. Pretty sure there's more elementary schools and, and more middle schools in the city than there are high schools. Yeah, so it's so. just like I don't know if that's the answer. I don't know. And then some people like want to. Uh, equipped 
teachers with guns, which I'm not even, I don't hate that answer, but I also don't hate what I also, some people were like, well, the teachers are not supposed to be armed marksmen with guns. They're supposed to be teachers, which I agree with wholeheartedly. But at the same time, what people fail to realize. We're going to give these teachers training. But not even that. They can have training because they can go to a gun range, get training and all that shit. Motherfuckers realize, don't realize, it's hard to shoot a gun. Yeah. Like, I don't. I'm not a raw, raw type of nigga. I'm not a nigga that's looking for smoke. But I will defend myself, and I will defend my family members and friends if I have to. I don't want to, so I try to put myself in the least amount of situations possible. But if I got to fight a nigga, I got to fight a nigga. I don't know if I could shoot someone. I'm not saying I don't want to have a gun. I don't want to have a gun, but shit, both my parents got a gun. We both got guns in the house. I'm probably going to get a gun. When I get in a situation, I get situated, and I probably would get a gun. But at the same time, it's one thing to – it's probably hard enough just to look a man in his eyes and punch him, <laughs> especially if they trying to fuck you up and you trying to fuck them up. It's got to be another situation to look somebody else in the eyes and shoot him and shoot to kill. Because even then, like, we always like the cops and, like, killing black men and stuff like that. If they're shooting to kill, do we train the security guard to shoot to kill? Do we train the teachers to shoot to kill? What if they're nervous? What if they handshake? What if they get jittery? What if they shoot them in the leg and the teacher still gets killed? It's like, was that better than or worse than? It's so many different variables and and things that kind of, you kind of wondered how. Like, can they make these rules possible? And mind you, he killed people in Texas. Texas has got to be the biggest pro-gun state there is, if I can think of one, which is insane to me. And nigga was 18 years old. He was a dork, dweeb, bitch-ass nigga. Like, he killed <laughs> niggas. He killed elementary kids, bro. I, I, The hardest call I've ever had to make in my life was when I found out that Zen died. Long lives in, long lives into the world blow. And his sister told me that he passed. And I had to tell my two best friends. I can't fucking imagine being a stranger to a family, to parents, telling them that their little second grader, third grader, Hell fourth no. grader, fifth grader, is not coming home because somebody came to the school and shot them dead. I can't imagine it. I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know what the fuck that would feel like. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to know. That had to be the hardest call. That's why I'm kind of like, I don't know. I don't have an answer as far as like, should we get more guns? Should we get, better protection should we not have guns should we do this and that i don't think there's a clear-cut answer i really don't because like i said even if you make gun law stricter a motherfucker could still go crazy a motherfucker could still snap a motherfucker could take not take medicine for one day and now he's crazy 
It's like how often do people renew their licenses? What every five right. years? Would you yeah. have to renew your gun license every five years? Do you have to renew your gun license? Shit, we basically did it online, and I didn't. I haven't even shot a gun yet, and I got my gun license. Right. <laughs> so it's just like I don't. I don't have the answers for you, and I don't know if we'll ever have the answers for you. So it it's more of a. It's sad as hell, and I want to be more sad, sad, and show empathy. But at the same time, like Buffalo just happened. Buffalo just happened last week. Yeah, it's like this shit ain't gonna stop. Truth be told, and it's it's everywhere, bro. It's literally the church shooting, movie theaters, and when you think school, about it, grocery. And when you think about it. All these troubled kids that are doing this, all these people, all these like fucked up individuals that are doing this, they're only learning from the precessors. Precessors, you know? Like you mean just seeing what everybody else has done? Just seeing what they've done, you know, as far as, far as you know, how this is almost like a game. It's almost when you're dealing with people like that, it's almost like a game to them. It's almost like a one upmanship, you know? As far as, you know, they think. Which is odd to me because it's like... You Which is completely, totally out of pocket and fucked up. Which is odd to me because it's like, they don't, there's no there's no good ending. Like, there's nothing you get that's satisfactory out of that. Because you're either going to be rotten in hell, in jail, for the rest of your fucking life, or you're just going to be shot dead, point blank, period. Because you get, like... Which, I'm like I said, I don't wish death on anyone, but I'm glad this motherfucker died. Because, one, you killed elementary kids, you sick fuck. And then, (laughs) two, there was not that picture where they try to humanize him. Like, the Buffalo... I'm sorry to keep going back to the Buffalo incident, but the Buffalo incident where they, they arrested the motherfucker, had him in handcuffs. He was just walking out. And then Fox News had the nerve to say, well, what is a hate crime? Gee, he wrote a 108-page paper, and he called his gun nigger. I don't know a lot about hate crimes, but and he specifically targeted black people. And even apologized to a white guy he almost shot. Don't want to say it's a hate crime, but that sounds like a fucking hate crime to me. It's like, come on now. Like, what are we doing? And mind you, this is why I tell you to not like say places and stuff like that bro because it's like you never know when a nigga gonna go crazy bro like i'm not i'm not the older i get the more i'm not mad at someone that don't share everything on social media that don't post where they're at that don't share where their loved ones go or whatever like when niggas get famous and they don't say where they're at i respect it now fair enough like i i have every desire to do that like I, and I know I post like I might post a city I'm in or I might be out, but I don't really post specifics. And I'm I'm trying to get better at that, but I also want to get better at that just because it's like you never know. Like I can't imagine being a celebrity and niggas trying to come up to you because you never know if a nigga friend or foe. You never know if you want to pitch or you want to beat your ass and trying to go viral and shit like that and shit like. I've never been one to, like, like, I mean, I wasn't the smartest kid in the world, 
But public schools kind of change you. I think it's good to interact with other kids and other races and different backgrounds and stuff like that. Wholeheartedly, yep. But shit like this got me looking at private schools. No, 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 excuse me. Not private schools. Uh, uh, Homeschooling. Because it's like the world is fucking crazy, bro. This shit is crazy. Like, it. Because I. I have a good feeling of the anxiety I would get as a parent. I can imagine trying to raise a kid in our era, like growing up now with COVID fucking niggas just shooting up everything, everything on social yeah, media. Man. I mean, we talk about our past life. We talk about our teenage life all the time as if like we were in fucked up situations. But nowadays, man, like how can, like how can the, kid grow up in this generation in this day and age and not have some sort of you know like how could they not have a chance of snapping you know or just going crazy you know what's crazy too is like say I don't know because I can't really put up I can't really put a, a pinpoint on it but like say before myspace right i've maybe seen two maybe two or three deaths and that was like on some dark web shit like i found one video of like a nigga with a uh, fucking trash bag over his head getting his neck cut open that shit was disgusting like those those dumb type of black dark web websites before myspace i maybe seen two or three deaths in my life Actual person dying on camera, shit like that. The the I've seen more fucked up shit after MySpace to where I'm technically desensitized to where I would have been fucked up seeing this news back then to now where I'm just like, damn, like I'm sad. I would love to cry if I could, but it just—I don't know. It's just not coming out. I don't know if it's because of trauma that I've had in my past, where like my emotions ain't really right there. It just could be true because it's like I don't think. Realistically, if we being honest, I don't think someone's good at hiding their emotions. It's just some trauma and some other shit that's just deep down in them. Because you should—you right. shouldn't be good at hiding your emotions. Like you really shouldn't. But yeah. So it's just it's just sad to see that like that this shit happens. But at the same that's what I'm saying. I'm like I don't want to sound like a dickhead, but like it's all going, It's still made, bro. Yeah. And when you think of shit like this us going into late 20s, 30s, mm-hmm. it all factors into how we are going to raise our kids if we decide to have them. How how are we going to go about their every single move? Because I don't know about you, but when you get to hearing shit like this, I'm I'm not letting my kid walk to and from school. If it's in my power, I'm not letting them walk to and from school, dog. Like I'm picking them up from practice, from school every day, picking them up, dropping them off, making sure they get in the fucking building safely. 
You know, don't be honking at me in the back <laughs> talking about getting a move on. No, fuck you. I'm wa- I'm wa- watching my kid get safe. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know with that, you know, like I said, with that, man, it's like it's, it all goes to like, because if I could, I could take from my pops' words and what he would say, you know, as far as his generation growing up, how he was a teen, and then factoring on to how he raised me and how I grew up as a teen, you know, those are like three different generations that are completely in a different realm from each other as far as, you know, what we want to leave our offspring. Because mind you, too, we grew up in the social media era. Like, our kids are going to be in the social media era. It's a difference when you're growing up with it. So our whole lives are not posted on social media. Majority, but not whole lives. Like, Bronny James' whole life has been documented. Think about that for a second. Absolutely. Whole life. And I mean, fuck it, since we're here. How you feel about him? I guess you might not have seen it, but he went to see, he's a junior, went to senior prom with a white woman, and then everybody blew the head gasket. But it was her prom, so she asked him Let to go. Let that man live, man. It's a prom, man. It's just a prom. Let True. him like who he wants to like. If, he, if he's feeling her, you know? I think it's just because it's like the stereotype with athletes, especially like D1 college athletes. Is like they always go to D ones, usually get with white girls. White girls, yeah. And it, but I mean, there's we gotta also we gotta stop we gotta stop not realizing that black people only make up like twelve thirteen percent of the 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 population. <laughs> like there's like seventy percent white people, so you probably gonna run into more white people. And we gotta stop realizing that. I'm not saying, and this was also a prom date. So I don't think it's the end of the world because it's a prom date. It, it never said he was dating her. It never said there was an item. It's just like it's a it's a date to prom. This is the headline of a 16, 17 year old boy. Right. And then she, <laughs> RG, we, we gotta get that aspect into play first of all. But RG three came out the woodworks. That nigga was. There's a lot of 34, 30 year old, forty year olds. Da, 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 da. Like I was like RG three, just because you only dated white. Like I get why you're going so hard, but like, hey, brother, that nigga went hard. I'm talking. He made the odds and everything. He's like, somebody needed to let, let LeBron James. Like he went crazy. I was like, RG three, chill, bro, chill out. Really? Damn, I, bro. If I could find the TikTok, that nigga's eyes got <laughs> big, and he was just like, somebody's out. LeBron James is like a congressman, bro. He looked crazy as hell. This shit was, I was like, Robert, calm it down, Robert. That nigga was, uh, that nigga was offended, bro. <laughs> like, that nigga said, y'all. Oh, you would thought he was that prom. <laughs> bro, the way he, because, bro, I ain't never seen a nigga eyes get so big. Like, oh, that nigga's eyes got big as hell. And, you know what I'm saying, because he's always dated, like, white women, like, I think to each his own. To each his own. And I, and I get it. I get it from the standpoint of like, you know, the the black guys that people don't deem as black. They don't get a lot of love from sisters, so I could I could see why. We don't see why <laughs> you know somebody would do that. 
Hold on. Look how he's Bronny James. <laughs> It's giving. He said it's giving, and RG3 is like 30. Trying to tell a 17-year-old who they think he should bring to prom. This ain't got nothing to do with LeBron and Savannah not raising Bronny right, and the color of the skin of the girl that he takes to prom should not matter. Leave these kids alone. What team is he on now, bro? The bench. <laughs> but I mean, that, that's the only thing that came to my mind. Yeah, because I get, I get where... <laughs> Where he's coming from, it like you know, let people date who they really want to date. But at the same time, I can see why some people would have an issue with it because it's like as soon as you get money, as soon as you get fame, they always get a white girl. And you look at LeBron and how his, you know, LeBron's mom have been together since they were like seventeen or whatever. They're high school sweethearts. They're high school sweethearts. Yeah. You know, that's black love. You don't get a lot of black love, you especially you don't that's get a lot. Rare, of, man. You don't get a lot of black love, and you don't get a lot of love that's like. We've never heard of a scandal of LeBron James. Never. I think, uh, shout out to Peer to Peer and Agent Zero. Agent Zero said it best. He said, LeBron is our last hope as far as, like, a good man goes. Because he's probably the only one that ain't cheap. That that we know about as far as, like, celebrity athletes go and stuff like that. So that's why, why I think it's important. But, I mean, I say all that to say, is this problem? Like, Literally just prom. If if he go to like if Brody James go to a D one school like in two years and he dating nothing but white girls, okay, maybe you want to slander him because he's. Are we not even when the draft comes up? Chances are he ain't going to be sitting by those white girls. So might have another one. Oh, you never. Uh, know. You never know, man. You just but, can't. You just can't pictate on stuff like that. I just so. hope. I just hope whoever he dates is loyal, and she ain't there for the clout. And she holds it down. Because we do want to see Bronny succeed. I think that's another thing, too. It's like people want to see Bronny succeed. We don't want to see him doing TikToks like Robert RG3. <laughs> Just doing all the while. Shout out to RG3, though. But, you know what I mean? We don't, we don't want to see all that. We don't want to see all that. Um, Did you get a chance to listen to Kendrick album? I listened to bits and pieces of him, man. And <laughs> You know, I'm not gonna lie. I've been, I've been a very, I've been a very um, pictated, um, very, um, you know, critical, intricate, you know, um, hater of Kendrick over the years to you. But this was actually good. I, I think this is. Where do you rank this Kendrick album? Because I will put this. I wouldn't say it's damn, but. It's not to pimp a butterfly. It's definitely not that because that was my, that was my album. I, I actually enjoy that album. But I think I think with uh, I think with this album, there's something for everybody. And as long as you can figure out what that something is for you, um, I feel like that's a dub. Um. I don't know why I'd rank it. I feel like it's too early. It's too, too early to too rank. Early yeah. To rank. Um, but Kendrick basically telling y'all he tired of y'all niggas. He 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 tired of y'all niggas. 
He tied in the mask. He tied in cancel culture. And to some degree, over Kendrick Great. Because it's like, like, take for instance, I love them both. So shout out to both of them. But I wouldn't say we had a cancel situation. But we had a situation to where niggas packed us up and didn't even let us grow. And I feel like that's the danger and harm in the cancel culture. Now, some people need to get canceled. Some people need to get packed out of here. But um, if we don't let people grow and we keep hindering their past mistakes, they're never going to fucking grow. Never going to learn. It's like you put people in these boxes. So if if they're in this box, they might as well be what you think they already are. Right. So there's some truth to that. He has some. He has some lyrics from the mask. He has some lyrics for COVID. Um, he's very personal, and talked about trauma. Talked about cheating on his wife. And shout out to his wife. Wife a good woman. I don't think I've ever heard a woman look at cheating, and not to say shout out to her because she stayed with a nigga who cheated on her. Not saying that, but I don't think I've ever heard of someone look at cheating as. Oh, you're not cheating because you want to fuck these women frivolously. You're cheating because you're addicted. Like I think you have an addiction. And to look deeper past that and still realize how good the family is. And I'm sure, Kendrick, cheating is bad. So however you deem cheating, you have every right to deem it as such. But I'm sure Kendrick's not a piece of shit outside of that. So for her to... Look at it as I still want to keep this family together and see, um, see it work because I care about this. Is 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 admirable, in a way. It's very admirable. Um, I never I never expected Kendrick to get this personal. Quite frankly, I didn't expect to see a lot of Kodak Black and Baby Keem. Yeah, I, I I did not expect Kodak to be on this album like. I liked Silent Hill though I did It was very good too But some of y'all I'm sorry to hog the mic But some of y'all niggas Are fucking stupid And I gotta say it like that Just to emphasize So you really understand Where I'm coming from Y'all are forgetting That this is Kendrick Lamar's album Y'all are forgetting That they picked the beat So of course They're gonna pick a beat That Kodak could slide on Niggas was like Wow See we tried to tell you Kodak Black On the same level As Kendrick Lamar He didn't pick no Rappity rap ass beat Right he didn't pick no conscious beat. He picked a smooth, slow-sounding beat so Kodak could slide. Kodak did exactly what he was supposed to do. It was literally like Tom Brady throwing a dime pass. All the nigga had to do was catch it and run. And then niggas was like, yo, he could compete with Kendrick. I'm like, bro, I love Kodak, but y'all got to stop. 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 Stop it. He washed Kendrick on that song. What? He gave him the <laughs> chance to. He nigga did what he was supposed to do. It's like you. I was like, I don't get y'all niggas, man. Y'all niggas are weird. But, you know, I just hope I hope this album does well because it, it felt good to get something different. Like, this is not Jack Harlow talking about sweet semen. This is not Pusha T talking about, yeah, that Jack Harlow. I couldn't, I couldn't. It's different. I got through half the album and I was like, all right. It's different. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I've only listened to a couple songs on it. And everybody says it's trash, and I like to form my own opinion because I think it's good to form your own opinion. But I, I'm I'm taking my time getting to that album. I'm not <laughs> gonna lie, 
I was like, maybe, you know what I'm saying? Fair I'm going, enough, man. I'm Fair going enough. like I said, I'm going to Chicago this weekend. I'm taking a car ride, so it's going to be four to five hours. I might sit on it because I can't go nowhere else, so I might listen to it for four, four, four to five hours. But I don't know how they're going to motherfucker. I don't know how they're going to play. But it's something different, and I think it's good for the ecosystem. And uh, I'm curious to see, because he is going to go on tour and stuff like that, so I'm curious to see what songs he'll play on tour. And I'm hoping, since this is his last CDE album, that we we get more from Kendrick. Even if it's just singles, even if it's just the art stuff that he was talking about and doing all this creative shit, I would just love to see Kendrick create. Because of TDE, I don't want to say they have a problem, but they're definitely not Dreamville. And they're not Dreamville in the sense of, like, there's still a lot of artists that need to drop stuff. Like, Schoolboy Q, uh, fucking Absol, fucking J-Rock, SZA. Well, Isaiah Rashad just dropped, but... There's so many people on CDE that need to drop, sir. And it's just like, Top Dog got a lot of shit to handle on his own. So hopefully Kendrick could go do his own thing. Um, yeah. Any other thoughts and opinions on that Kendrick album? I liked it. I enjoyed it. <clears throat> and that's all I'm going to say for him. You know? That's what's up. That's what's up. Um. Hmm. How are you feeling about the? I don't know, man. Because like with with my hiatus, I've been getting into sports a lot, a little bit more than you know. Often, I mean, fuck, we're making a plan to go to. It would be my it would be my third MLB game this this year, which is kind of crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. So I mean, Twins, Twins versus Sox. I, so, White Sox hold a special place in my heart, you know. Apart from the Yankees, aside from the Yankees, second to the Yankees, you know, because, you know, my pops, he was a White Sox fan. So, Twins, Sox, on the south side. Hmm. Would you want to go to Minnesota or no? I'm going to the south side. Fair enough. Oh, yeah, as long as you're driving. you You know, it's either, you know, Yankee Stadium or the south side. Of Chi Town, that's where I'm staying. That's where I'm stationed. So, you know, hmm. you just gotta be in that area. You know? Hey, as long as you're driving, <laughs> parking, and doing all that shit, I am with it. Let's go. Yeah, we could do that. I love Guarantee Rayfield, man. I've been there. This is my, I've been there three times already. You know, it's a nice field. It's a nice stadium. It's a it's a nice area. <laughs> Hey, just wait. Just wait until after the game, man. The, 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 the fucking the parking and everything else is crazy. I'm telling you, it's crazy, yo. I'm t- <laughs> when we had this Uber driver. We had this Uber driver that was. I don't. I don't know why she was, but she was from Milwaukee. But she was, she she was from Milwaukee. She was born and raised in Milwaukee. But she was she was lifting. We had a lift driver. She was lifting in Chicago. I don't know why. Just for the weekend. I don't know. Whatever. But, yeah, man, she was like, yeah, you know, with this travel, you just got to get in where you fit in. And literally, you seen motherfuckers. And she was like, hold on. She literally bullied her way into another lane. And I was like, shit, you do that in Iowa or any other Midwest thing, man, you getting your whole front end tore the fuck off. <laughs> like, because we, no, we ain't stopping. You know, no. 
But like, bro, it's the way you just drive in big cities, man. Chicago, New York, New York is dead ass worse. I'm not gonna lie, it's dead. It's complete. Bro, I will not even own a car in New York. Like, nigga, I'm not owning a car if I live in New York. Nigga, when I tell you that, so when I flew into Chicago the first time, I flew in. This is in January, mind you, so it's cold out, shit like that. Took a taxi. Fuck that, fuck that Chicago cold, man. Mm-hmm. Something different. Took a, took a taxi. Taxi driver was pissed because for some reason on the flyer it said ten minutes away, but it wasn't ten minutes away. He's like, "No, nah, it's here." It's all right, nigga. You got it, King. My bad. I've never in my life, Tyler, in my fucking life of driving, I've been to Florida, Georgia, Texas, Oklahoma. I'm trying to think of like just big ass the Arizona. I've never seen a nigga, and he a nigga for this because this is some nigga activity. I've never seen a nigga like, you know how, if you're on the highway or freeway, and there's the curve, and then everybody going straight. I've never seen a nigga on the curve turn, yeah, <laughs> like the ta- and he a taxi driver, bro. He did that shit. I was just like, oh, this nigga gonna kill me. This nigga, I'm like, bro, I accept the fate. Bro, I saw the motherfucker, because, like, we were going we were going through, like, the under tunnel on the highway, you know? Mm-hmm. I saw a motherfucker, sc- motherfucker come the other way. But, like, we were going this way. This motherfucker's going to come in front of us, scoot over, like, hey, bro, yeah, I need to get up in here. Like, damn. <laughs> I was just like, like, come on now, man. You can't be doing that anywhere else but here, you know? Bro, like... When that nigga did that, I just fastened my seatbelt even Yo, tighter. Holy, they're fucking into some lanes, I'm telling you. And then, bro, there was an accident. So that's another reason why the taxi cost so much. There was an accident. And the cops and the the, the ambulance was on the, not even on the road, on the other, like, on the sidewalk, basically. If I the, Basically, to paint you a picture on the sidewalk of the freeway. Like, that little, <laughs> like, the shit where niggas ain't supposed to be at. And the yeah. do niggas was do do the fuck? Yeah. I was just like, Chicago is different, boy. This shit is different. That was insane to me. And, and don't don't be stopped. <clears throat> don't be stopped at life for no more than 2.5 seconds. They shit. Like I said, I'm telling you, it's like a mini New York. They will blow your home. They will blow that shit. <laughs> that is literally like my only fear with going to a big city. Like I would love to travel more and drive and more. And get this, I would rather live in New York than Chicago. I would love to live in New York. Because you know why? Because cause like, and like the person I was with last week, she was like, why, why would you rather live in New York than Chicago? And I was like, because... New York is split up into like five different boroughs, so you're seeing five of five of Chicago's, literally. So everybody is more spread out. Here in Chicago, everybody is literally pushed to the side of fucking river. <laughs> <laughs> like everything's more compact here. At least with five boroughs, you can spread some shit out, right? I mean, granted, yeah, there's more people, but still, there's rats and shit, but still. That makes sense. There's rats and shit. Just still, you know, there's pigeons. You know, there was hella pigeons in Chicago. I'm not gonna lie; they'll just be walking, chilling with you. They'll walk with you to your destination. You know, 
But in New York, there's both. There's pigeons and rats. You know, they'll walk with you. To, they'll, they'll get on the L with you. They'll be like, hey, bro, where are you going? I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's the thing, too, is, like, where I'm staying at and then where the venue is, I. Uh... There was a riot when we, there, bro, there was a riot last week. When we were in Chicago, because we were in the central, we were on the, we we're like in the downtown loop area. So really, we're about, I don't want, I don't, I don't want to, you know, say this in case I don't want to get fucked up, but we were probably like at least, <clears throat> correct me if I'm wrong, we were probably at least probably like a good five, six blocks away from the entrance to the south side, you know? Bro, when I tell you, when we walk down the street to try to get a drink or something, bro, we just see this big-ass crowd of niggas <laughs> going running one way and the other. Fucking cops telling us, go that way, go that way, telling all traffic, go that way. We see another group of niggas running off the fucking L, down the stairs from the train. I was like, oh, yeah, we going back to the, we going back to the hotel. Fuck this. <laughs> and it's cool because, and they're cool because, like, you know, like anywhere, you know, if you're if you're not in that group or you're not a part of it, they don't fuck with you. You know, at least I don't think. At least that's not what happened with us because we were trying to walk through them. Them niggas kept trying to run through us, like, like, hey, bro, hey, bro, he over here, hey, bro. <laughs> and then that's that's one thing too. I'm kind of scared of because, like, like I was just about to say, the venue. From where my hotel is, because usually I try to stay at the hotel venue so I could, like, less trips, less places I got to go. It's perfect because then I could come down, play games if I want, go take a nap, and then be right back. Perfect. I couldn't get a uh, hotel at the – I couldn't get a room at the venue, so it sucks. So now I'm, like, 10 minutes away. And I was in a, and I was in a New York hat, by the way. So. Oh, yeah, you could have got stomped out for that. <laughs> but I, So I'm, like, 10 minutes away, but – Really, like, 20 minutes walking distance, but I'm just like, I don't know if I really want to walk because Chicago could be different. Because I, I'm, some nigga might come up to me. Hey, bro, check it out. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Nigga, I don't want no smoke. Leave me alone. You better just stay on the north side then or, like, <laughs> pretty much. South side, from what I've seen, doesn't uh, I'll, look, I'll give you the, it doesn't look too bad to walk around in in the daytime. You got heard the south side was worse. I mean, obviously, yeah, it's worse because it's south side of Chicago. Yeah, that's that's worse. Uh, it's like that's the equivalent of South Central LA, like oh, or Compton. So, damn, that's pretty much the Bronx. Mm. So, to pick tail like that. But yeah, I mean, it doesn't look too bad, bro. When I tell you that, all right. So, like, we took two lifts. One nigga was like, <clears throat> one nigga was like thirty five dollars. And mind you, I I always I always book a hotel that's the closest to the stadium, you know. So it was about. I would say about three miles from Guarantee Rate Field. So when I tell you that he was like, oh, the Yankees are in town. Okay, cool. All right. From, from. <laughs> was wrong. Bro, like I've never seen. And I, I get 
you it's one of those things where you have to be there in order like cuz I mean if you're not from Illinois or Chicago man like you know you you think this nigga driving crazy but like here it's like us driving around here this man was hitting through potholes fucking <laughs> fucking bullying his way through lanes talking about sorry yeah I tried to miss that pothole for you guys man I was in the back like yo what the fuck that nigga, bro. Another thing too with that taxi driver down. Think about it in Chicago, crazy ass traffic. That nigga kept looking back while talking to me. He's like, "Yeah, so what you in here for? Nigga, focus on the road, nigga." It's like, "Oh, you here for a gaming tournament? Oh, that's what's up, bro. That's, that's cool. That's cool. I don't know what niggas doing in gaming, but that's cool. That's what's up." And that nigga was tripping, bro. That nigga was tripping. I don't know, man. I. I think the one thing always draw me to New York is just not, not necessarily how big it is. It's just like as far as communication goes, just the average fucking day. like like my cousin literally sent me a clip of um her walking down down Madison Square Garden trying to cross the street, and then fucking she was behind this dude that just dropped his cigarettes on on the ground, and the dude <laughs> dude like. A dude stopped by, like, literally rolled past and was like, hey, you dropped something, dickhead. And the other, the other dude was like, go fuck yourself, pussy. Like, <laughs> it's just a casual conversation in New York, and then you just go. Like, that's how they talk to each other. Yeah, New Yorkers are built different. Uh, I I want to go to New York. Because you getting out the car if you say that anywhere here. <laughs> like, hold up. Put in a park. Put, put the hazards on. Probably get your shit took. If, matter of fact, you would definitely get your shit took if you parked in New York and was like, got out the car, like, what's up, pussy? What's up? You getting your shit snatched? Yeah. And I'm like, all right, nigga, I got me a car. Hey, <laughs> nigga, like they test you every day, whether it's insults or fucking. Either you gonna get this pussy remark or you gonna you just gonna be walking. Like it's either one of those. <laughs> but yeah, man, that's what I always loved about New York, man, the aspect of it. And the aspect of not having a fucking car, like you see all these interviews where like like where Cardi B was like, yeah, I don't know how to drive. I believe. Can you blame? Can you blame any New Yorker that really honestly doesn't know how to drive? When you grow, when you're born and raised, I always think it's odd when like motherfuckers be like, "Oh, I'm gonna get my license," and then they be like, "35." You be like, "What?" <laughs> like you still want to try at this point that should be kind of mind-boggling to me like because i don't know i don't i never felt did you ever feel like driving was hard no yeah i never felt like driving was hard i ain't gonna lie i, I really did learn from like the video games and shit like that as dumb as that sounds but that shit's up gta not well not even gta like you know how you go to like fucking chuck e cheese and you'd be driving on the little thing like, no i never did that i never i was never on those but yeah i get what you're saying Shit, that's basically how I learned. And shit, doing that, like, I never felt like driving was hard. The hardest part about driving is, like, people. Like, there's some crazy motherfuckers. Watching for motherfuckers that can't drive, you know? So, Mm -hmm. that's not necessarily everybody can't drive because obviously they wouldn't be on the road. They wouldn't have a license. They wouldn't be out of the car. They didn't. You would think. You would think that. But there are people that are bad at it and there are people that are good at it. And there's some people that are in between that are just moderate that just stay in their lane. They just do what they're supposed to do, <laughs> you know. And also, I feel like some some cars 
help people drive, if that makes sense. Like, you got shitty... Some people, like, you would think the niggas with the shitty cars would be, like, the most patient drivers. But no, so they are some of the most dangerous. Like, I don't give a fuck. This is a motherfucking Mazda or some shit. Like, Man, this, this is a, a fucking mer- Honda Civic that come racing up this hill every single morning, like, 3 o'clock in the morning, 5 <laughs> o'clock in the morning. With no muffler. So... <laughs> Like, where the fuck are you going? That should be funny. Yeah, I understand that, though. Uh, we try our best. Iowa drivers, we try our best. Yeah. Omaha was kind of crazy, too. But I'm getting used. I got used to Omaha uh, traffic. I'm up there every other month, so Omaha is almost like a second home. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that's anybody's second home to any, to any Iowan. And vice versa. Yeah. Because Omaha people, anybody from Lincoln or Omaha be coming here just for bullshit. Just be coming here for the weekend. Like, why the fuck would you come here for the weekend? <clears throat> but to each his own. Hmm. Oh, man. Well, <clears throat> I, I, we're going on 120. I think that this was a very good podcast, man. It was a very good episode. Unless you got some other shit to talk about. I was honestly just about to ask you if there's anything else you want to talk about. But nah, man. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, man, I'm... I wouldn't say I'm... I would say this is the most... This is probably the best start over process that I've ever been through. To where I could see finally clearly of what the shit that I've been, how I've done, what I've done in my past, and know that it's not working for me at all, especially in this life. I'm 20, I'm 27 going on 28. In this juncture of my life, I know that it's only going to be worse. And why would I need it to be worse? Why would I want that for myself? So, you know, and like I said before, I haven't had a fucked up life, but like I said, there were certain situations in my life where they weren't ideal or certain, you know, aspects or surroundings that made life a little bit harder for me, you know, Mm. as a kid that thinks a lot, takes a lot in, you know, I'm an overthinker. So, you know, shit obviously gets to me as it did, which caused this mental breakdown, which caused me, you know, psychological assistance. But, man, I'm actually, I'm glad, I'm glad for this abrupt, um, I'm glad for this abrupt breakdown, man, because, like, it, I, I I truly, I truly believe that I was heading down a road where, like, I did it, it was not looking pretty at all. And um, I'm glad I'm finding a way. I'm glad I'm getting finally the help that I need and not necessarily. I'm getting the help that I need and I'm also embracing it too. Which that might be the difference. This is one thing to go somewhere and do something, but to actually like believe in it and do it is completely different. Yeah, because like. 
I mean, obviously, I've been like therapy before, but just going through the motions of just being there. Mm-hmm. You know, like you say you went to therapy, but you ain't practice no exercises. Right, right, right. And like for me, man, like now I'm seeing that you know it's step. It's it really is step by step. As cliche as it sounds, man, it really is step by step. And you gotta take that shit and put it in the playing field of your everyday life. That's you a know? fact. That's a fucking fact. No, I didn't. You know, I didn't have the. I didn't have the aspects of you know, um, being the best role model for myself or for others. But you know, I lived a lot of life. You know, already at twenty seven, twenty eight years old, I lived a lot of life. I've seen a lot of things. I've seen a lot of things that are very traumatizing. But you know, I'm still here. Still trying to grow as best as I possibly can. It's the only thing that I want for myself, man. Like I'm not asking for anything else. I'm just I just want to be left alone in this time. I just want to be out in the wilderness. I just want to be in solitude, and I just want to continue to go to therapy to help exercise my mind and be able to learn all these new things and be able to. Be a good person for me and for any individual that comes into my life. And I'm going to right any wrongs that I can. You know? Did a lot of damage in the past, man. Love to fucking hear it. Um, I'm happy to hear that. I really am. I'm, I'm excited to see this new version of Tyler. And I also, I also want to do that. I want to go on my, like, not a villain arc, but just a training arc because I really want to get my shit together because it's like I want to enjoy every day that I have because you never know. Like, as cliche as that sounds, you never know when your last will be. Um, excited for this weekend. Excited to be back in Chicago, have good food, meet good people, and just kind of talk to people and just kind of put the names to faces. And hopefully – I'm not a scared sissy hoe. I think having Grim there will help a lot. Uh, just like like I said, that's a close friend. Like Just like you. I feel like even having you, I don't think I'm socially awkward. But like I don't think anyone that's by their friends that they like really care about and could crack jokes with and like kind of loosen up with around, I think makes the experience better. I think as far as like nervous things of meeting people and trying to dap people up and talk to people and set up podcasts, I think that just helps a lot so i'm looking forward to that because regardless of how i do in tournament i'm looking forward to networking and maybe playing some games with people and just picking people's brains stuff like that um shout out to lopez for the hotel and shout out to him for subscribing on anchor.fm slash tyler brian hour which you can do is for as little as one dollars four dollars nine dollars whatever you could afford um I'm trying to get some sponsorships on the podcast, trying to get some sponsorships on the YouTube channel. I really want to hit this shit hard. I really want to grind and, and get better. Shout out to the IA boys. Uh, appreciate y'all for like letting me tag along on this trip. And, yeah, I'll have a better answer for you as far as my mind and my mentality goes next week. Um, you know, shout out to the Celtics. Doing our thing 2-2 right now against the Heat. I think Golden State, I don't know if they'll win this game because they were down at halftime. I think it was like 62-47. to 47. But, you know, maybe Golden State will probably be the team we'd face if we advance. Hopefully we do advance because I just want us to get in that finals to get that final experience because I feel like 
I feel like our team's kind of not similar to OKC when they played Miami, but as far as like our young superstars in Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, um, I feel like the finals rub would do a lot for them. So I would love to see them in the finals to see what they could do, especially against the, the Golden State Warriors. We I think we matched decently if we could shoot well. Um, I even think we split the regular season series too. So who knows? And speaking of series, we are now tied. The New York Rangers have beaten the Carolina Hurricanes tonight, one to four, as the final in the most famous uh, arena in sports, Madison Square Garden. So, with that being said, oh, hold on, I still had. Uh... We haven't had a Stan. Hey, we haven't had a Stanley Cup since we were born. That was the last time. The yeah, New York crazy. Rangers have won a Stanley Cup, and I'm wholeheartedly ready for it. You know, I think in my lifetime I want to see the Yankees win 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 28. I feel like we're going to win 28 within the next five years or so because we now have the staff to do it. If we could fucking pay Judge his money, but yeah, and it was our it was my birth year, you know. And now that I'm getting all the stars are aligning, the Rangers have to win the Stanley Cup this year. They just got to. Maybe. Maybe the cars. Whether we face the Oilers. Um, I got a friend that's the Oilers. Shouts are. We getting in that ass. If we face the Oilers, we are we are we are we are stomping a mud hole. We are we are Brooklyn style stomping a mud hole in the Oilers' ass. But yeah. Love it, love it, love it. Um, what else did I want to shout? Out? There was something else. Oh yeah, Hunter X Hunter is back. Uh, the the manga is finally going to start writing more Hunter X Hunter. That's pretty cool, exciting for anime and manga fans. Uh, I feel like there was something else, but this oh, is and the good. Yankees are now on top of everything. We have the best record in the league. Count from the Dodgers. We have the same record as the Dodgers, but we have a better winning percentage. I just hate the the, the Dodgers in my fucking division. Like that's tough. Yeah, I fight them, play them so many times. But love you guys. Good episode to come back to, and we'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs>